Hey, Tom. There he is. What's up, Dan? Not too much. Can you hear me clearly? I forgot my uh, I forgot my headphones. Um, You're actually really loud and clear, man. All right, perfect. Uh, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. It's the least I can do for you guys. Do you want to uh, take a minute to introduce yourself? Sure. Um, so I'm Dan Warnick. I am the Director of Finance and Operations at Clays Pass. We're a, uh, a Series B startup here in, in the Boston area. Um, and I will spare the explanation of what we do right now, as I'm sure we're going we're gonna to cover it uh, throughout the podcast. Yeah, man. Um, what do you spend your time doing day to day at Place Pass? Sure. So um, I won't bore everyone with all the details of the areas of coverage, but at a, a really high level, I, I work closely with our, our two co-founders here at Place Pass. And we, we set our, our business objectives, both short and long term um, for the company. And then my job is to help with that strategic process and then also uh, align the resources and processes um, accordingly at the company to enable us to, to execute against our objectives. And um, on more of a day-to-day basis, I handle... Uh... You still hear me, Dan? Yeah, can you hear me? I lost you for a minute there. Uh... Give me a Run it back on the day-to-day. You were about to get into a little bit more detailed day-to-day. Yeah, and so on the on the day-to-day, I, I handle a lot of the monitoring or reporting of a result. Um, you know, one one core area, and as it will relate to this conversation, is, is budget planning, but also um, office-related work. Um, so I have to think about our workspace. Um, I, I deal with people management, so um, performance monitoring and reviews. Um, and, uh, a lot of, a lot of other areas. What's the hardest, but like, I always look at people in a role like yours and it feels like you are a catch all for lots of stuff. (laughs) Like what's the hardest thing in that bucket that you're covering? Yeah, no, that's definitely true. And, and prior to PlacePass, I worked at a much larger company. So PlacePass. Uh, we're, uh, we're a little over 30 people today. Um, in my life before Place Pass, I worked uh, in the financial services sector um, at a global firm that had over you know 1,500 employees. Um, so you were really siloed in your roles. You knew exactly what to do. It was well structured. Coming to Place Pass, uh, sort of uh, at first, it was kind of shocking to. Um, to be in an environment where it, it frankly was unstructured. Um, we had just moved from a three-story house in Harvard Square to the downtown crossing area when I joined. Um, and really, it was just everyone cranking all day, every day, and whatever was needed. Um, and we've, we've graduated a few notches above that today. But uh, really, you got to have a mindset of just, you know, it's, it's about the company and it's about utilizing your skill set to help the company in whatever way you can. And um, oftentimes a lot of really unique opportunities come up. And if you, if you sort of 
are open-minded about tackling those opportunities and taking on things that are totally unfamiliar to you. You don't know where it's going to take you. And for me, it's uh, taking me to great places at PlacePass. How did you prep yourself to go from a 1500 person organization with like probably the most clear job description of what you're going to do every single day to making that jump? Uh, Honestly, I don't, I don't know. I think the first thing that I did was I just recognized like mentally that it's going to be different and I have to be more open-minded. Um, and I, one thing that I knew I didn't want to do was to go into place pass and sort of assume that what I had been doing previously was going to work in the place pass environment. So I really came in with a, a mindset of wanting to learn um wanted to under wanting to understand how things work and and truly understand why things are being done a certain way and and then once i got a good sense of of that um sort of shift into a mentality of well how can we improve this or this doesn't make sense to me why don't we do it this way have what were you um it sounds like a pretty intentional shift from the trajectory that you were on to what you do today like what were you looking for when you made that change yeah um so honestly i've i've approached my career very opportunistically um i know there are a lot of people out there who um you know have a clear uh, a, a clear line of sight for what they want to do in their career and where they want to get to and every step in between um and that really isn't me uh it's never been me i'm someone who um gets really excited and passionate about opportunities and great opportunities when i see them and i think uh, i've worked really hard throughout my career to create those opportunities and obviously there has to be some some uh semblance of luck luck involved along the way but um but yeah, I think, uh, you know, for me, I had been in corporate. I felt like this was the right time in my life to try something totally different on the other end of the spectrum. And if I didn't like it, I could always work my way back. But if, if I didn't do it now, I feel like I'd be really missing out. I love that. So there's no, uh, there's no 20-year Dan Wernick plan? No, and I know that in interviews, you know, you sometimes get asked those questions. Um, uh, I think a lot of people, you know, have trouble uh, coming up with an answer and have to make something up. But the reality for me is, um, I just look at things open-minded. Uh, and, and part of that is because I think I'm able to where I'm at in life right now. And I'm fortunate enough to not have to worry about a lot of things, but, um, I'm sure there'll come a point in time where perhaps you have to be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more um, certain about what's next, but right now I'm I'm loving life and you know approaching things opportunistically and and making the most of of those opportunities that are presented. Awesome, man! Do you want to try for a really hard transition into uh, some of the questions about the project we did together? Yeah, it's going to be a really tough transition, but uh, I, I suppose we can we can go for it. There just wasn't a smooth way to do it, other than like I have some selfish, self-serving questions that I want to ask about uh, about your project. So, do you want to tell 
folks that might be listening about your project and what some of your goals were? Sure. Uh, so as I mentioned earlier, um, we placed past, we moved uh, from a three-story house in, in Harvard Square to um, office space here in, in downtown Crossing where we have a, an entire floor that's more or less an open floor plan. Um, when we moved, we actually inherited the all of the office furniture that was here um, with the prior tenant. Um, and so, as you can probably imagine, we inherited furniture that was not uniform. Um, we had desks of all different shapes and sizes and styles. Um, and effectively we were not optimizing uh the workspace so we're a growing company um we went from 15 employees to two times that in a pretty quick period of time we're expecting to continue to grow um and so obviously one thing that was on my mind is okay we're running out of space right now we need to do something about this um and so uh and I also, we wanted to do it in a cost-effective way where all of our employees would be excited uh, about the, you know, whatever changes we were going to make. Um, so I then laid out, you know, so what's going to be required here? The most obvious thing is we need to assess the, the workspace itself. What would an optimal... Um, how do you optimize the space in a way where you can get as many people in comfortably and safely as possible? Um, that's number one. How do you design that? Um, and then uh, secondly, I think, you know, the question was we want high quality stuff, but office furniture and specifically desks can be extremely expensive. Um, and we didn't want to go into the extremely expensive camp, but we wanted to, buy furniture that was going to be durable and lasting and also uh, aesthetically pleasing. Um, and then the last thing was we wanted to have someone who could install this, um, you know, take care of the entire process end to end, including getting rid of all of the existing furniture. And frankly, you know, with my responsibilities, I didn't want to have to play point on every aspect of this. I wanted to frankly be able to outsource it. Um, so that was sort of where I was at when we came, uh, in contact with one another. Tell me about even before that, what your plan was to tackle this project. Um, my plan was, I didn't have a plan. <laughs> I, I, so what did you start by doing? Like, take us through, I'd like to do like, um, a lead up until, we got put into contact like did you do anything before meeting us to sort of start down any okay, other path sure. so um sort of once i identified what the needs were and what i was really looking for uh the first thing i did was i just googled uh just just to also set the record straight i had never done anything like this in my career before um, i've never overseen uh an office furniture project um, where we're overhauling in the existing environment. So this is not my area of expertise. I have very limited knowledge about the space. So uh, the first thing I did was Google, um, you know, how does this even work? What are, do we go to 
I, I, I first started looking at, so like, what are the, what is the cost of a desk? Um, what are, what are my options? And then um, it became clear to me that I wasn't going to be able to get all this done myself um, in terms of measuring the space, figuring out how you can optimize it. Um, and so uh, it came up actually, um, actually, so one step before is I, I reached out to a few of the retailers here in Boston uh, and the process is you have to sort of send them an email or if you call, you know, they'll send you an email and put you in touch with someone. So I had a few of those conversations. Um, I could tell it was going to just be the, the process felt very bulky, very corporate. It was going to be slow. Um, and it didn't feel like it was going to be truly customized for this company. And we were going to be on the smaller end of clientele, um, for some of these larger retailers who deal with large corporations where they're, you know, where they're fitting out multiple floors, um, if not more. Um, and so I was a little bit thrown off by, by that. Um, and then uh, sort of out of left field, um, someone had recommended we reach out to um, one of the brokers who we worked with to um, to land this office space and uh, met with the broker. And he actually suggested, I, I don't know how he knew uh, you and, and Black, the Blacksmith, Blacksmith team, but he had suggested that, you know, you're starting this company. Um, this falls right in the wheelhouse of what you're focusing on. So we should get in touch. Uh, and then we got in touch and the rest is history. <laughs> Could you, um, from your seat, describe the process from there? Like the early part of the process? Yeah. Um, you're definitely going to test my memory, but um, I remember our first meeting where uh, you came in, I basically outlined everything I've talked about in terms of what we're looking for, how I, I really am looking to, like, I got a day-to-day -day job to do. And while this falls within the scope, I don't really run with this project. Uh, I also don't have the expertise. Um, so, you know, I'm looking for a, a company that can just do all of this. Uh, and... Um, I think the process from there was you really asked a lot of questions around, well, what is it that you want? Um, I think we quickly transitioned into like, what are we thinking budget wise? Um, and then uh, it got like right into just like the nitty gritty of things. You came in and you measured the space, you figured out, you know, for the, the setup, here's how we can maximize the space with number of desks while still making it comfortable and safe and enjoyable for the employees. You then went back and you sort of presented options for actual desks um, with costs. It was super transparent. Um, the communication was incredibly efficient. Um, and, uh, you know, I think at that point, we really just started getting into... Um, into okay so we're going to order what date are we targeting and then let's back into when we need to order things uh, and uh how the installation will go down i'm sure i'm missing a ton in between no man that was that was really great you, your memory served you well <laughs> um, 
in that early process, like what's most valuable to somebody in your seat? So I think for me, I didn't even want to scope this out. I wanted someone to come to me with, okay, thanks for showing us your office space. Thanks for telling us what you're hoping to do. Um, and then just come back to me with, here are your options. Uh, and here's how much it's going to cost. Here's sort of the, the, the typical time frame it will take for us to get this done. Um, and, and here's like how everything will go down. Uh, that's really what I wanted. And um, I think that's exactly. And I wanted to feel like I could trust the information that was being presented to me. Um, and that's exactly what happened. I mean, I think we quickly developed an awesome working relationship. You certainly earned my trust on very early on. We had a shared Google sheet that we were using that broke down all of the costs um, and all of the savings that you and the team were generating by via your relationships with suppliers. Um, and you're also very transparent about what installation costs were going to look like and what the reasonable time frame for execution was, was going to be. So, um, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah. Like, would you call, would you, uh, I guess what I'm driving at here, Dan, and, and I'm, I'm trying to pull out some things that I can use for messaging from, your words that we can use to go find more dance. Yeah. And it's like, is it speed? Yeah. Is it advice? Is it yeah. like saving time from like that, like daunting first time you pump something into Google, you're basically signing up for a research project with no end. Yeah. Like, is it avoiding that? Like I'm trying to pull out some attributes of, of that early part of the process because we've done five projects now um, and it feels like our insight is in that like Google sheet that will eventually need to be something that we like build from a tech perspective, but like just getting right to a set of options that match your criteria and like moving quickly. Like that's how we talk internally, but I'm curious to see like where any of that lands with you. Yeah. Uh, I think truthfully the value prop is if you need someone to handle the end to end process of any type of office upgrade or transformation, um, then you and the blacksmith team uh, do an exceptional job of scoping it out very quickly, um, turning around options incredibly quickly uh, and then handling all of the logistics um, required thereafter. And it's done with tight feedback loops, efficient communication, and complete transparency. <laughs> Feverishly uh, taking notes here. Um, okay. You don't need notes. You're recording <laughs> I know about it. The um, it, what was frustrating about the project or working with us, and I have I'll buckle my chin strap here in case you have anything really hurtful yeah. to say. Yeah, I uh, honestly the only thing that um, 
comes to mind is we had initially set one move date and I think there were uh, a few sort of like supply chain type issues in terms of getting everything we need in time. Uh, And so we had to push it back a week, but um, you know, frankly, the communication was very transparent and direct throughout that. So um, I thought it was handled well. Um, but that was the only thing that was, I guess, the only like minor hiccup we had. Yep, that's fair. I mean, we gave you a date and then we pushed it a week. That's a that's a fuck up. So yeah, um, doesn't matter whose fault it was. It, it was ours. So that's um... and it was also understandable. This was your first major project doing all of this. So for for the only minor hiccup to be a uh, pushing back the move date by a week. Uh, I think it's a successful project. First project. The um, Something that you said to me early on that I'd love to riff on a little bit in hopes that we can figure out how to, how to find more folks to serve is like the importance of helping another local startup, like get some traction. Can you talk about that a little bit? Do you recall that? Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, being a startup ourselves here at PlayStass, um, you know, we know what it's like to, to grind through the early days. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I think it's a great thing to support other startups in the Boston area. I mean, it's a, it's a small, tight-knit community here. So um, the more that we can help one another, the more successful we're all going to be in terms of tracking talent to Boston um, and, and continuing to grow this community. So there's definitely, um, there's definitely uh, you know, a drive for me to, if I have a choice of being able to work with you know, a a startup versus, you know, an established corporate company um, that's not going to give me the same level of attention and care. uh, I'm going with the startup every day, but um, certainly for, there's also an element of, from my own standpoint, I also want to make sure we're going to get the best product. Um, And so, it's a two-way street in that I'm willing to support you as long as you can demonstrate that, you know, we're going to be in good hands and that this is going to be handled very professionally. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, in terms of how you can find other Dan Warnicks uh, or place passes to work with, I think there's an element of word of mouth um where word spreads quickly throughout the boston community you know we'll always have a reference in me um if anyone wants to talk to you to you know one of your clients about the work that you do uh and i think that's how you build a a strong business in the area so um and then yeah you're gonna probably have to pay uh Hey Google for some AdWords so that your uh, your website pops up first when people are looking for uh, office upgrade projects. <laughs> yeah, I got to get smarter around that. Like I'm trying to learn how to do marketing on the fly. Like I've I am I don't really know what I'm good at. I'm kind of a generalist and and am willing to just say yes and try to solve shit on the fly. But 
I need to I need to get a little bit smarter there. Yeah. Were you nervous at all um, selecting us? Uh, I don't. Uh, no, actually, is the answer. The truthful answer is no. I think at first I always go into things a little skeptical, um, but you know we didn't. Nothing was signed until the project was fully scoped out and we were ready to to purchase the the you know all of the supply. So um, I by the time we we reached that stage, uh, you know our working relationship was was well solidified everything was so transparent it was handled very professionally so um so no i i had no hesitations got it what do you think that you would have done had we not met yeah uh you sent me that question in advance and i thought a little (laughs) bit about that and i didn't like where my head was going (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I stopped thinking about it, but uh, I it would have been it would not have been fun. Um, it would have been a, a serious challenge. I'm not sure we'd have all of our new desks and furniture in place today uh, had we not found you. To be completely honest, I know that sounds a little corny, but I I truthfully don't know. Um, furniture is really expensive. And I think um, had we gone with sort of one of the more established outfits, we wouldn't have, uh, we probably wouldn't have gotten to a point where we were comfortable doling out that type of cash um, for this type of project where we know we could do it so much more cost efficiently. Um, So that only leads me to believe that I probably would have had to orchestrate this whole thing myself. Uh, I probably would have to coordinate with, you know, one company to get rid of our existing furniture, another company to send us the new furniture, perhaps another company to build it. Um, And I also would have probably had to diagram how to optimize the space, which likely would have been wrong. (laughs) So we'd end up in a bad situation. Uh, (laughs) point, Point being that I think I would have had to do a lot of this myself. Um, it's really hard to do this cost efficiently with uh, an established uh, outfit. And um, so it, it was really just couldn't have been uh, a better match for us to come in contact with you when we did. Yeah, I think the, um, like you mentioned earlier, the furniture industry is really oriented towards the top right corner of the market where people are showing up with multi-million dollar budgets and working with designers and architects. And um, I think that there's a lot of groups like you guys that are going to be underserved by the traditional way of doing it, or at least that's what we're betting on. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what's the feedback been like from the team? Uh, it's been, it truthfully has been fantastic. Um, you know, everyone now has a sit-stand desk. Um, it was installed flawlessly. Um, the you know, the new monitor arms are fantastic, uh, and aesthetically, everything looks great. It was just done professionally. The place was left spotless when you guys were done with the project. Um, and frankly, the 
you know, the, the, basically everyone packed up their stuff on a Friday. They put it in the boxes that the containers that you had sent to us that were pre-labeled. Um, you came in Friday evening with your team and Monday morning, everyone arrived and everything was set up and it was, you know, all their personal belongings were back at the desk. Um, the, the, the workspace was super clean. Um, and it both, I think everyone appreciated, um, that, but it was also really helpful from my perspective that people just returned to work and turned their computer on and they were working again. And it was very little disruption to the day-to-day operations of this company. So, um, yeah, it's, it's the, it was a super successful project that has been very well received by our team. That's great. Our, our, um, how are people using their workstations? Is everybody, is there a lot more standing than, than there was before? It's are funny. people not using them as much as you thought? Yeah, it's funny. You know, midday you'll hear like a few of the desks start going up or down. Um, I think a lot of people had uh, big ambitions about standing all day, every day. Uh, <laughs> and that has proven to be much more of a, a workout than they, uh, that they, than they had in store for them. But um <laughs> But frankly, I think just the fact that everything's like, you know, the sit stand is configured electronically. So you literally push a button and it goes up has allowed people the flexibility to, you know, sit for part of the day, stand for part of the day. You can adjust it in five seconds uh, if you want to sit versus stand. And so I've noticed that a lot of the, you know, everyone's sort of doing their own thing. Some of the teams you'll see will all stand and they'll challenge each other. Uh, (laughs) But... uh, but um, I think it's just the flexibility of it has been uh, has been awesome. That's great. Um, what else do you think is worth calling out about the project? And I don't I don't want you to feel like you have to like pitch us. Like I feel like this already might come across as like I planted uh, <laughs> all these questions and asked you to answer them a certain yeah. way. But no. What else do you think is worth getting in here? What I would say is, you know, I, I've done many reference calls for many different things, um, whether it be, you know, for a, a new potential hire that we're going to bring on and, and doing reference calls on people they've worked with in the past to make sure it's the right fit and that there aren't any red flags we should be aware of. And one thing that I've come to realize is Boston is a very small community um, where almost everyone knows everyone and your reputation matters. And so while this may sound overwhelmingly positive as almost almost to the degree that it's fixed, uh, I care about my reputation, too. And if I truthfully uh, couldn't vouch for you or didn't uh, wasn't extremely satisfied with the work that you and the Blacksmith team did for us, uh, I wouldn't be doing this. Um, so the fact that I'm doing this is truly is a testament to the work that you all do. And um, and so I am more than willing to stick my neck out there for you and your team. Um, so if people are interpreting this as, ah, this is, this is, this thing was all set up, um, that's, that's, <laughs> that's really not the case. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate you saying all that. I have one more topic I'd love to hit and, uh, thinking about, like, I think that somebody our future customers here are going to have similar titles 
that you have. So maybe they're people operations folks, maybe it's uh, founders at a slightly earlier stage. Um, maybe it's an office manager or an HR person that gets tasked with an office project. Where so I, I capture all those titles, right? I know you, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's what you're insinuating here. <laughs> <laughs> the um, where, like, where do you hang out online? Like, in the idea, in the marketing thought of trying to get in front of some eyeballs of people that might be thinking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, where do you spend time online, or where do you think that your comrades at other series B 30 person organizations, like where are they reading and learning and, and spending a lot of time? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think I have a perfect answer to this one. Uh, I am not a heavy social media user. Um, I uh, very much like to live in the moment. And so try and stay away from that stuff. Um, but, that's good but Mental health but so that's obviously you know there are many channels you could attack with uh with social media whether it's you know instagram or facebook um etc twitter etc um but realistically i think um if you're if you're let's say we're we're focusing on startups um you'll find a lot of people like me looking at startup events in the Boston area. Um, certainly if they're looking for office space, you'll find people like me talking to uh, brokers. Um, and you'll find people like me Googling stuff. Uh, you'll also find people like me getting a bunch of emails um, that, I mean, I can't tell you the number of inbound sales emails that I get every day that more or less I'm just deleting immediately. Um, but if perhaps there was something like this project that was top of mind for me and I see the email come in and it's, you know, personalized, um, and not just one of those generic sales emails, then you also might, uh, get someone like me to click on that email. That's great. Okay, man, we are at almost 35 minutes. I think that feels like a, yeah. a good time to land this plane. Do I get to uh, put a quick pitch in for place pass? Dude, I would absolutely love to hear it. Uh, Give it to me. All right. Um, so if you haven't heard of place pass, we are uh, in the travel technology space and um, we're been around since 2015 and our mission is to help people spend their time in more meaningful, rewarding ways, um, which we feel like is becoming ever more important in this uh, crazy society we're living in today. Um, and the way that we do this is we built a platform that helps people access and book things to do all over the world, um, whether it's a sumo wrestling match in Japan, experiences with local chefs or a guided or, or even tickets to your favorite sporting uh, music or other live events. Um, we, we've built a marketplace where you can access and book all of those things uh, in one place. And so I encourage everyone to, to visit placepass.com if they're, uh, they're going to be traveling anytime soon or even if they're just looking for something to do um, right in their backyard.
I love it, man. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for doing this, Danny. I will. Uh, I'll let you know uh, when when it's going to go live, uh, so you can prepare for all the leads that Place Pass is going to get. All right. Sounds fantastic. And th- thanks, thanks to you and the team for everything you've done for us. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. All You're right. welcome. All right. Take care, Tom. See you, man. Bye.